Hello and welcome to another edition of Cine Critique, another special edition actually of Cameron Diaz Enthusiast, a part of Cine Critique where I'm celebrating the birthday, the upcoming birthday of Cameron Diaz, formerly retired from Hollywood and not acting anymore, where I believe the return is imminent. On a Netflix movie alongside Jamie Foxx, but uh, we're speaking about Jamie Foxx today in today's film, which uh, I've got to say, um, I'll try to remain positive, but to be honest, this was a movie uh, that I was not really wanting to revisit. But that said, I have seen Annie from 2014, officially at this point in time, the last feature film that Cameron Diaz has, has featured in. But I thought you hated your job. Oh, no, I love my job. It's kids I hate. You wait here. I'm going to go cook up your punishment, and it's going to be a doozy. Miss Hannigan, Miss Hannigan, we saw a mouse, a mouse. Do I look like the exterminator? There it is, up there. No, it's there. I tell you, it's there. Uh, that's just a little bit of what to expect from Annie 2014. Cameron Diaz enthusiast will cover all Cameron Diaz movies. Well, I'll attempt to carry uh, cover them all up until August the 30th, 2022, where Cameron will turn 50 years old. And the career that has come before is quite remarkable. But uh, there's a couple of little blips along the way, of course. I've got nothing against musicals. That's for sure. Or Will Gluck. He's an excellent director. He did Easy A. Just watch that. Uh, Rose Byrne. Uh, she's an Australian national treasure. My fellow Aussie. Uh, she's here in this. Jamie Foxx is always reliable in his films, I believe. Tracy Toms. Bobby Cannavale is in this. Michael J. Fox is in this. So everything's terrific in a sense that someone out there probably likes Annie. However, Annie is not my thing. Even if Tim Curry, Albert Finney and Bernadette Peters and John Huston are involved, I think that was about 1982, uh, the, look, that version I avoided anyway, completely and successfully because I actively used to avoid musicals. Um, but then this one came along in 2014 and, of course, I am a journalist and a movie entertainment reporter, whatever you want to call me, I see every movie I possibly can and there wasn't going to, like, this was not going to go past me. It had Cameron Diaz in it and Jamie Foxx and a great cast and, and it was sort of when I was starting to come around to musicals but this one did not change my mind on Annie, that's for sure. I was even gifted a Blu-ray which had not been inserted into my player until now to rewatch for this podcast. Cameron Sings. Now that's a bonus, or is it? It is for fans anyway, some fans. I cannot sing at all, so I'm not about to knock her performance. Um, the musical theatre focus is something of high priority to many. And as you may guess, I will not spend a great deal of time talking about Annie 2014. And as above average as Cameron is... I'm kind of saddened that this just may be her, I don't know, climatic theatrical swan song. Put a little uh, highlight across that because it might not be too. That is for sure. With this talk of uh, 
this Netflix original starring herself and Jamie Foxx coming into fruition? Time will tell. She's not your friend, and neither is Mr. Sex. They're all just a bunch of parasites that suck the life out of you and move on once you're not the shiny new object in the factory anymore. You're being mean. I'm being educational. Now pack it up. You look ridiculous. I didn't fall. Okay, okay, I think that's enough. As much as I adore uh, Cameron, uh, I'd settle for another Green Hornet or Shrek or uh, a Where Are They Now? But Very Bad Things 25 Years Later or even The Holiday Part 2. Anything but Annie, really. Look, I've always said if anyone can get Cameron Diaz to walk back into a fully-fledged film production, it's Thomas Cruise Mapautha. But, you know... This is before the announcement. Her collab- like her collaborations with Tom Cruise have been eventful, extraordinary, effective. The three E's, the three movies she appeared with him in. Uh, we live in hope. In Tom, we trust. However, Jamie Foxx has come to the party. Actually, maybe due to her connection to Australia, there could be a project that brings Cameron down under to work. Maybe Drew Barrymore can convince her. Please, Drew, please. However, this untitled Netflix film, if it is titled by the time you listen to this, I am unaware of it. Uh, It looks like to be the unconfirmed movie that Cameron Diaz will return to the screen. Uh, Let's hope it's uh, worthy. I sure do hope so. And it must be good because, honestly, I think standing up for herself and not doing certain projects and resisting Hollywood for so long, for uh, her to return must be a bit of a quality offer, I would say. Hopefully not just money, but, you know, I hope it's a good screenplay. It's a good cinematography. I hope it's the director. I hope everything everything involved in this movie on her return clicks and then it'll be worth it. Um, I don't want to be let down. Right. Co-stars. They're very electric. When I say electric, I mean they are elected into a musical genre that honestly I was surprised about. Quever Zane Wallace as Annie. She's the star of the show. Oscar nominated in her debut role. The magnificent film, an indie darling, Beasts of the Southern Wild from 2012. That was very good. Uh, she also popped up in an American Horror Story series and a Beyonce music video all night. Uh, she's pretty good. 
and a quality young star on the rise, a little bit quiet of late, but beyond two years, especially in this and Beasts of the Southern Wild. I can't talk enough about that terrific film. Jamie Foxx, well, he can sing. Uh, he's a chart topper. Uh, his best role for me is probably the soloist, Django Unchained, of course. Due Date was very good. Uh, he was terrific in Collateral. Uh, the Great White Hype. Now, there's a movie from 1996 a lot of people don't discuss and people think, oh, it's a sport movie, it's about boxing. Well, it is, but it's also a top-notch comedy with a good soundtrack. Yeah. And Ray, of course. Ray from 20, well, 2004, actually. Oh, the great Rose Byrne. She pops up in Annie. Uh, just too many to name when it comes to the national Australian treasure, Rose Byrne. Bridesmaids, Two Hands, Get Him to the Greek. She's very funny in that. Bobby Cannavale. Now, he's been with Rose as a partner for quite some time now. Bobby Cannavale, another established terrific actor, The Station Agent from 2003. That is one of the best unseen movies ever. Shall We Dance? He popped up in that with... Um, who was in that? Oh, Jennifer Lopez and Richard Gere. Nine Perfect Strangers, the series that was uh, filmed up in Queensland, Down Under. Yeah, there's an oxymoron. Up in Queensland, Down Under. He was in that. Snakes on a Plane from 2006. Yes, Bobby was in Snakes on a Plane and Blue Jasmine, the Woody Allen film from 2013 starring uh, my fellow Australian, Kate Blanchett, and he also popped up in Chef. From 2014, he was in a great television show, a one-off series that was called Vinyl that I also really liked. But he's done pretty much everything Bobby Cannavale does is quality. And he's impressive in this, although I don't like the movie, as already established. Who else is in this? Patricia Clarkson. Ashton Kutcher turns up. Cameron Diaz's old friend and uh, co-star from What Happens in Vegas. And, of course, Emma Wetzel. Of all three Hangover movies, is in this with Michael J. Fox. He pops up. Mila Kunis. Singer-songwriter Sia. Yeah. She does a lot of the music that appears in this film. The original score, anyway. And a few other little tidbits adding to the musical journey. Cameron is about fourth or fifth fiddle in the Annie Ensemble here, uh, in the cast list. That suits perfectly. Her role as Hannigan is loud, obnoxious, crude and vampish. If you know the musical, you know exactly who Hannigan is. Uh, she's not sexy, as the character thinks. She thinks she's sexy. But uh, Hannigan actually, or should I say definitely, redeems herself as the stepmom to a bunch of the kids. Uh, look, Annie is not my thing, remember, so I'm being vague about the character details. Hannigan does change her emotions, being concerned for the children, where she wasn't concerned at, you know, they're part of her life. Yeah. Some highlights that Cameron Diaz have in Annie are a nice moment in conversation with Jamie Foxx. Uh, she also dances in a beautiful scene, somewhat similar to her mask moves with Jim Carrey. Yeah, I think uh, Cameron Diaz would be a beautiful, memorable and extraordinary dance partner. Uh, she has a duet with Bobby Cannavale singing. Uh, also, a singing moment to the girls. There's lots of little singing moments, but nothing that you're going to run out and buy the soundtrack for. 
Roseburn and Cameron, they seem to be having great fun back and forth in some quickfire dialogue in a certain scene. That's really good too. I enjoy just anything when it comes to professionals doing their thing and there's sharp, like there might be some quick editing involved, but you know that they are really playing off each other and I love actors who can do that. And Cameron Diaz seems to just click with almost every co-star she's ever had. The re-watching of a lot of the movies that I'm about to uh, talk about over the course of Cameron Diaz Enthusiast leading up to her birthday may change my opinion, but uh, at this point, everything I'm re-watched or know already very well, uh, her connection with on-screen partners is just, you know, natural. She plays solo Twister in a certain moment. Uh, you have to see that to believe it. And how do you spin the wheel? If you're playing Twister by yourself, if you're all twisted around and can't reach it, you might have to use a foot or something. And another bonus of Annie is the excellent cinematography at either water level or skyline level of the New York locales. Those locales across New York look great. And, you know, there's some sad, obviously, uh, images when it comes to the history that New York has had. But... It also is beautifully photographed and some of the outdoor scenes in this at least don't box up the film as it, a lot of stage you know, adaptations, musicals in particular, can look really boxy. Uh, and at least the cinematography outside, I guess you could say, moments, because there's not that many of them offset, look pretty good. I'm trying to think of something here that I can give any a thumbs up i'm trying but it's very hard not a fan watch at your own peril however if you're a musical theater fan maybe you also don't like it maybe you love it but it is a cameron diaz film notoriously known as her last film slash potentially not her last film we'll see let's hope not can you read your note again Please take care of our baby. Her name's Annie. There's half a locket around her neck. So when we come for her, you know that she's our girl. Get up and out of bed! The city call been coming to inspect. No breakfast till this place is spotless. Yes, Miss Hannigan. Sandy, wait! Stop! Why are you running? It gives me places quicker. Little kids. Will, this is really going to help your race for mayor. They like the fact that he saved the foster kid from getting hit by a van. Will Stacks would love to take Annie out for lunch. You can keep me as long as you want. <laughs> She's kidding. So what's the hustle? The more we're seen together, the better it is for my campaign. I bet if I moved in with you, you'd become president. You're not really thinking about doing this. Is he nice? I think so. He just doesn't know it yet. You get us sick? I threw up on the swings once. She's changing everything. And he said that you're a very good singer. Oh, she's a very good singer. It's a miracle. We found her parents. We think so. Your secret's safe with me. That you care. Someone just posted a picture of Annie on Twitter. Whoa, my hair is gigantic. Made your breakfast. Don't let your food get cold. Mm, okay. 
Annie, you got me eating this thing up like a dog. Mmm, this is great. What is this? Mmm, paprika? Mmm, oregano? Oh, there you go. Oregano. In Australia, it's ori... Oregano? <laughs> yeah, oregano. I don't know why I'm cracking myself up here to think about it. Okay, so that is the uh, end of this edition of Cameron Diaz Enthusiast, a spin-off from Cine Critique. My name is Shane A. Bassett, the movie analyst. You can find me uh, on social media at movie underscore analyst. You can ask me a question. You can uh, blast me. You can do whatever you want, I guess. If you want to email me a message, find me at shaneadambassett at gmail.com. Uh, and that's about it. Keep Stay tuned to future episodes of Cine Critique where uh, normal programming will involve uh, interviews with actors, directors, some film reviews, some soundtrack reviews. Who knows what I'll be talking about. Uh, and also uh, my uh, fellow, uh, I guess, accompanying podcast, Mickey Rourke Talk. If you like the actor Mickey Rourke, uh, check out Mickey Rourke Talk where I go through the film career of Oscar-nominated actor, Mr. Mickey Rourke. Well, that's it for now. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you at the movies and on the next edition of Cine Critique. Bye for now.